Welcome to A Fishbowl of Thoughts, where you choose the topics and we give the thoughts. Episode number two here. I'm your host, Ryan, and alongside me again tonight is the one and only Margo. How you doing? Oh, can I talk now? Yes, you can talk now. Oh, okay. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited. Um, I actually, uh, I'm very excited because we got some good feedback from the first episode. We got like 50 people to listen to this thing. Yeah, we did. Sure. <laughs> so, I mean, not a bad start to something that we just kind of pulled out of our butts on a whim. Oh, you know? and especially since our first episode was like, it got really controversial yeah, at it, the end. You, you saw what I titled it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, but here's the thing. It was it was good heated debates. And, and the feedback I got from people, they really enjoyed having you on the show. Like the people at work that don't necessarily know you, they enjoyed you being on the show because having, you know, someone to bounce the thoughts off of and two different, not conflicting views, but different views kind of really, it, it added to the to the whole uh, mystique of the show, I guess. No, so. we definitely have conflicting views, but we're not to where we can't discuss our views and appreciate each other's opinions. Right. And the fact that we were able to have like a conversation and both get our thoughts in I, made for a good show. And I got, I got very good feedback. So yeah, thank so you. You're lucky. I love you. Yes. Or else that would have been an argument, not <laughs> well, a discussion. Well, that's, that's why we're good together. Cause we can talk about things. So anyways, um, big thanks to everybody for the feedback and thank you to everybody who did listen. Um, we're definitely going to keep doing this thing, keep pushing it. We got some a whole bunch of new topics for today. We'll see what gets pulled out of the fishbowl, if you will. Of course, still using the Cleveland Browns helmets because we have no Patreon backers yet. Which is kind of like a fishbowl because they have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's empty with talent. Empty with, no. Who that? Whatever. Yeah, anyways, football. I'm sure that'll come up eventually. But uh, but yeah, episode number two tonight, we're going to do the same thing we did last time. We're going to reach in, pick some random topics, whatever comes out of the bowl here. We will discuss. We'll give our thoughts on said topic. That's the name of the game here. That's how this show is going to work. And um, again, if you do like this show, please you know give us feedback. Let us know what you want to hear. Give us your topics. Make sure you like our Facebook page. Uh, just search A Fishbowl of Thoughts on Facebook. It's really simple to find us there. Uh, really easy to find our Patreon. If you're interested in supporting the show, we got a couple tiers on there now. Uh, for a dollar a month, you'll get a shout-out on the show. Uh, for $5, um, we'll do a special Patreon Topics Bowl where we'll guarantee to pick a topic out of that pool once per show. And if you'd like to be a show sponsor for 15 bucks, you can sponsor the show. But that's that's enough of that. I really don't like doing that kind of stuff. But for this thing to grow, for this thing to keep, you know, oh, I getting was going to start naming people. No, like, no. <coughs> I, I mean, I'm hey, whoever wants to support this little hobby thing that we're doing to make it better, please, by all means, do. But uh, I'm not going to shove this down anybody's throats. This is for fun. But hey, if we can get backers, if we can get people to like it, why not, right? So what's the name of our show again? Because <laughs> I always get it wrong. That's all right. You're you're close. It's called the Fishbowl of Thoughts. You'll get it. Eventually. I keep going to it's thoughts a from a fishbowl. Yeah, I mean, close enough. Weird. Well, what do you think? Should we get right into it? You want to pick the first topic? Yes. All right. Margo's going to reach in the bowl here. She's not looking. She's going to pick a topic. Hopefully, we get some fun topics today. So not that they're they're all not fun, but she's reaching on in there. And most overrated rock band. Okay, this is going to be fun. Who gave us this topic here? Steve Barnes. Steve B. We don't we don't say the full name oh, on the show. Sorry, but Steve yes. is gonna hate me. He's already shown his hatred for me on the same topic. Well, this is going to be fun. I was hoping 
that this would come up sooner rather than later because, and this is, oh, my com- my comments on this are going to sound You're going to say convenient. my favorite band, aren't you? Uh, no, I'm not. But you know what? I'll let you, uh, okay, so most overrated rock band is the first topic tonight. What do you got? ACDC. ACDC. Okay. And why is that? I hate them. Yeah, but why Why the hatred? What is it? Is it the musical style? Is it their singer? I is it the guitarist that hops around? I seriously think it's because I just had to listen to them so much growing up that as an adult who can pick who whatever I want to listen to, ACDC is like the last thing I want to play. Okay. Back in Black, my least favorite song ever. I do like TNT, but that's literally just from Tony Hawk Pro Skater. <laughs> I, <laughs> Sorry, I mean, I'm a 90s baby. Tony Hawk Pro Skater, if I had to pick my song choice, it was going to be TNT. <sighs> I don't like ACDC. I, I definitely don't have the same hatred like, now. They're almost as bad. Oh, God, I'm going to get some shit for this. That's and okay. you give me shit for this that's all, right. all the time. I don't like Queen. Sorry, Dad. I love you. Uh, that's that, I don't that just like surprises Queen. me. I like their music. Don't like. I, I don't get it. So, is it a toss-up then between ACDC and Queen for you, or does ACDC take the cake? Um, I feel like either way, my dad's gonna disown me. So it's a <laughs> toss-up. I love you, Daddy. All right. Well, I, I'll say this. Here I, I am hanging myself by my hoodie strings. I, I don't hate. ACDC and I don't hate Queen. I like Queen more than ACDC. ACDC is one of those bands that I can listen to and I'm not going to pop it in my car and jam out. You know you, you know what I like to jam out to. It's definitely not ACDC. I have a feeling I know what band you're going to say and I'm not going to like no, you for you're, it. No, you're not going to like it and this is going to sound way too convenient. Um, oh, it's who I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's Metallica. Ah! It's Metallica, 100%. I'm sorry. No. Why? I you do know that I'm forcing you to go see I'm them not, next I'm year. I'm not paying money to go see them. I'm not doing that. You're going. I do not. <sighs> Kudos Jason, to them. Mike, Dave, all of you guys, you know who I'm talking about. Y'all are, we're getting Ryan to go see Metallica. It's probably on a Saturday, so therefore. Nope, they're playing on Friday and Sunday. <laughs> oh, well, I, whatever. What if I, they're playing with Pearl Jam? I, I don't, I, that's not going to get me to go either. Um, Metallica is just, you know, kudos to them for what they've done for the, and I'll put it in quotes, metal genre. Um, I guess they were pioneers, so I do have to respect them. However, I just, I don't enjoy James Hetfield's vocals very much. Well, he's in rehab right now, so you don't have to listen to them anytime soon. Well, whatever. I mean, hopefully he's getting the help he needs or whatever, but... I, I just, Lars is, he's a great businessman. You love Lars. He's a great businessman, but he is not the greatest drummer. I mean, he's doing what he needs to do on the drums, but. Wait, so spinoff, who is the greatest drummer? And if you say anything except Tommy Lee. Neil or Pert. That, or Neil Pert. Neil Pert. All right. From Rush. And I hate you a lot less now, but seriously, Metallica over ACDC. Oh, yeah, Queen? I'd much rather. But it's Do overrated. you notice at the racetrack, I got some ACDC on the playlist. I ain't got. No Metallica. But it's who's the most overrated. Most overrated is Metallica. They're, they, it's okay to be wrong. Uh, and that's it's okay to debate as well. Now, here's <laughs> the thing. Metallica, to me, uh, what do they have? A guitarist who plays really fast, but it's not melodic to me. It's not... 
it's not what I would want to listen to. ACDC is like, ACDC gets me pumped. It gets me hyped and ready to go. So Queen what, is, wait, 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 hang on. ACDC gets you pumped and ready to go. So what, you listen to Back in Black, TNT, they're, Thunderstruck, they're songs, what? Man, they all the, sound the same to me. Which is most rock bands. It's kind of like Disturbed. All their songs sound the same too. Why you got to be bring Dave because, Green into this? Because I, I knew it would trigger you. Um, Hashtag trigger. Yeah, we got her. <laughs> No, but I, I just, you know, Metallica, sometimes their songs, they take a long time to get going. Uh, uh, have you listened to any of Between the Barrier and Me? They they yes, have like 12-minute long songs. Between the Barrier They are a progressive rock band. They're supposed to be like that. Where do you think they got their stuff? That like Queen. <laughs> Metallica? Not Metallica. Not so much. Where do you think they draw their? I can't think of the word. What's the word I want? Inspiration. Inspiration from? Yeah, and that's that's fair because, like I just said, I'm not going to take anything away from what they pioneered for the rock slash metal genre. I just don't really enjoy their music. I don't. I really don't like James Hetfield. He. I'd rather him just play guitar and let somebody else sing. And 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 for me, the vocals really are a make and break kind of thing. Because there's a lot of great bands that have really bad vocalists, and I'm just I'm not a huge James Hetfield fan. I'd much rather sit around on YouTube and watch Lars fail videos than actually listen to a Metallica song. So I mean that's that's how I feel about that. Whereas uh. ACDC, I'm not really watching any fail videos for them because I think they're they do what they're supposed to do. They're short and sweet. They get to the point. They got some good hits, and I'm still not listening to their CDs. But at the same token. I, I can understand. I can remember anything. Uh-oh, we got her singing. It's only episode two. See, it surprises me that Can't you would tell pick... If this is true. <laughs> if, if you know what song she's singing, comment below. Darkness! Uh, envisioning me! No, I'm just kidding. Sorry. Um, for, it, it was surprising, one. It's one. Surprising to me that you would choose AC... Or you, you would choose uh, ACDC over Queen, given how much you like the theatrics. Oh, no, I love Queen. I just think they're severely overrated because there are now like 16, 14-year-old girls going, oh, my God, I love Queen. The only song I know by them is Bohemian Rhapsody. Bitch, no. Well, get you know, get that stuff out of your head and listen to... We're, well, we're... No, no, no. The question is most overrated. Okay. Overrated means they have these little fangirls who only know like two or three songs. So I guess you, you could you could almost put Led Zeppelin in the same category then. Oh, I you? absolutely you could. Go, go to Target. A- and, absolutely and could. Your girls are drinking if, your if, Starbucks, walking around buying your Led Zeppelin If the shirts. only song you know by Led Zeppelin Stairway. is Stairway to Heaven, I freaking hate you. And I just had to censor myself because <laughs> I've already said bitch and shit and damn. If the only Led Zeppelin song you know is Stairway to Heaven, gee, dee, fook, out. Wow, if you, the, you just totally turned Chinese there. Way to go. If the only Pearl Jam song you know is Jeremy, I hate you. I hope you die. Wow, we don't know. We don't hope I that really our don't die. hope you die. We but need, if the only Pearl Jam song you know is Jeremy or like Alive, I seriously want to kick you in the throat if you claim to be a Pearl Jam fan and those are your two favorite songs. See, and, and I'm glad you brought that Don't up. Don't bring up Pearl Jam. I'm, Don't talk I'm about Pearl Jam to. because I'm, I might actually I'm, beat I'm gonna you. I'm going to go on a little side tangent here. I am the kind of person where typically when an album comes out, I don't like the singles. 
the singles get overplayed. Everybody knows the singles, but I think the deeper cuts are usually the better songs. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. I mean, you know my my favorite song in the entire world, which since we're talking Pearl Jam, is Yellow Lead Better. Yeah, yeah. People are still questioning what the actual lyrics are. But with Pearl Jam, it doesn't matter, just as long as Eddie just, Vedder is making good noises out of his mouth, you know? Yeah, I love but, Eddie Vedder. But yeah, I just, I, I find that a lot of, speaking, you know, since we're talking overrated here, that's kind of the subject, a lot of hit singles are overrated because they're the song that and the higher-ups are going to feel like appeals to the masses. And here's why Ryan hates a day to remember, because all of their big songs are See, and singles. I don't even put them in this category because they are not rocking. They are not good enough to even be talked about right now. <laughs> and I know that probably triggered you and a certain listener as well, but I just, you've been Jay, playing a lot of them lately. Jay, Jay, Jay <laughs> yes, help it, me out here, Jay. Exactly, and I don't want to offend him because he's a big supporter of this show. He don't care. No. He but knows how much he, you hate them, and he, he loves every know, time, likes, every Saturday when we take Dawson home, and he plays Degenerates, or I play Degenerates, and Dawson ugh. rocks out to it. Jason just, gets sent, sent I, that video. I don't. I don't get it. Uh, I, I don't. You're, I don't see the appeal. You're but not about that emo life. I'm not really about. I've kind of moved on and grown up, and it's put not the, a phase. Put the emo thing set sail and listen to better music. But you know, we all had our phase. So emo. I, I, you know doesn't die it did for me i moved on to bigger and better things unfortunate poor unfortunate yeah that's what happens when you turn old old so i guess seriously metallica over acdc or queen oh yeah queen i would i would listen to queen all the time i listen okay so if you had to choose who's the most overrated between metallica and zeppelin oh metallica for sure i enjoy led zeppelin i'm so sorry daddy i love you you're wrong no i journey what about journey don't I stop would, believing. You know, I put them more in a soft rock category. I love Journey. Yeah, uh, yes, definitely. Yeah, because they're, they're you not know, really. It's it's that's comparing apples to oranges. Faithfully, and, and, don't stop believing. Yeah, on the same level, yeah. I don't want to listen to a Journey album, and I don't want to listen to a Metallica album. Now, when certain songs come on by those bands, I'm not hit and skip, and I'm not upset. I'm not triggered that they're playing. But we're not talking about like. We're not talking about the categories. The question is most overrated right. rock band. And I'm staying firm with Metallica. I think they're overrated. They're, uh, what's the guitarist's name with the curly hair? I can't remember his name. Uh, he's really good. Their guitarist is good. James is annoying. Lars does not keep time very well. He's a better businessman than a drummer, which hey, is why he's on the band. he makes a lot of money playing drums. What do you do? I, I don't do music for money. I do it to, because I love music. And I'm just kidding. You know that. I also... I, you know, it's a hobby, there's but a, there's a doge. There's a doge. Hi, buddy. Don't cut that out. <laughs> we don't cut anything out here. Our dog is he's he wants to be famous too. Um, but yeah, I just yeah, their their music. It's it, they pioneered a, a genre, so they did what they needed to do, and they are still killing it. But to me, it doesn't appeal to me. I'd much rather uh, I'd much rather go to a different concert than go I am waste so money to see Metallica. That, you, that you did not say Five Finger Death Punch was overrated because yes, they are, and I will agree on that. They they don't uh, still, they don't qualify still for my this discussion. Band, and I probably would have had to throw a punch. Aside from Shine Down, well, Shine Down is one that we can both agree on. There's something we both agree on, and it's that Shine Down is a very good band. You're if welcoming. you like, you're welcome for, for general rock you music. On if we're talking radio rock, Shinedown is definitely at the peak. Yeah, you're welcome for 
enlightening you on their amazingness and Brent oh, Smith. Oh, I've and, always liked them, but, but you've opened Brent me up Smith's to more amazingness of their stuff. So. And, oh, oh, don't get me started <laughs> on them. The topic, the next topic, what is your favorite rock band? I have like five. I can't decide. I, I know. We would be stuck on that forever, but... No, yours would be BT Band, BT Band, well, BT Band, BT Band, BT Band. Of course it would be. So, anyways... For you, ACDC. For me, Metallica. I'm sure we got a lot of unhappy people, but that is what this show is all about. Oh, yeah. He's going to have to watch the show now. No, he he already thinks I'm a communist. Listen, sorry. I'm so used to YouTube. We're going to have to listen. He thinks I'm a communist because I hate ACDC. He knows this. Well, I wonder what he'll think after hearing about what I had to say. Sorry, Beef. I love you more than Ryan does, clearly. Well, yeah, he's like my ninth favorite, and he's your fifth favorite. So. No, he's my third favorite. Third now. favorite now. He's moved up. No, he he made it well known that he's my third favorite. Oh, okay, I got you. All right. Well, let's go ahead and put a bow on that topic and move on, shall we? I like that sound effect. There's I don't even need a soundboard. I just I have Margo for that. So, all right, we're gonna move on to topic two. I'm gonna go ahead and dig in deep here and pull that topic. I am so not used to you calling me Margo. It's kind of weird. I know, but I I want people to know who I'm talking to. It's a mo. I also want people to hear that this is legit. Digging, digging in the fishbowl. The bronze helmet. All right. Two assholes swimming in a fishbowl. Let's see. Okay, this is this is a fun one. This is a fun one. It's a very very fun one. It's different. (laughs) Now we take open suggestions here. Let me get that back (laughs) so I can get the. Yeah, this one's gonna be fun. Last last week's show got a little this bit heavy. This is gonna go downhill. No, this is gonna be fun. I, I want. I'm very interested to see where this goes because, like I said, I put stuff on Facebook and whatever topics y'all give me, I put in the fishbowl unless they're like offensive or completely absurd. So this one, let's talk about. This was from uh, Roy Roy C here. Um, also Jim Z. Yes, yes. We had two people literally gave us this the same topic, so I'm glad you remembered that. Why um, do we drive on a parkway and park in a driveway? Yeah. Why is that? Who came up with that? Why do we cook bacon and bake cookies? Right. Why? Why are there so many things in the English language that are backwards? Because English. Is it like? Because back in the old days, we just didn't think things through, and we just whatever words came out of our mouths is what we stuck with. But what? why is there a D in fridge and not in refrigerator? I need you these answers. You just blew my mind there. Like, <laughs> I need There these are so answers. many weird things in the English language, and this just doesn't make sense. So, hey, what you building there, Fred? Well, I'm building the parkway. Oh, is that to drive my car on? Yes. But I'm going to come pave your driveway later so you can park on it. It doesn't make any sense. Pack? Pack. Be careful. Your New Englander is coming I'm out. I'm going to pack the car on the driveway. Mr. Phil is going to listen and be like, what the hell? They're attacking me. I love you, Phil. You know who I'm talking about. You know, there's, there's so many so many weird nuances in the English language. And Look, the English language in itself, and I'm telling you this, as an English major, it's weird. It is. And like, you know my two majors, aside from marketing and management, my my major is English. Yeah. And you know that I I write short stories and all this stuff. The English language, it's it's weird. Yeah, and, and there there's so many things. Like back in the day, if I was in charge of okay, putting this in the dictionary, you know, a parkway is the thing that you drive your car on. You know, like a highway. If I'm writing the dictionary, I am not okay with this because 
I'm a logical thinker. Everything has to be kind of realistic, like, makes sense. But other than like John Young Parkway, I've never really seen another parkway until we went up north, <clears throat> Vermont. Yeah, hey, you know, maybe it is a, well, hey, think about where the early settlers all were, you know. And the 13 original cops. She's singing again here, guys. We Man, we, we caught Margo on a good so day. downhill from here. There you go, Jay. I for, got you again. For, for me... I I really I don't I don't like it when this topic was was given. I'm just like, yeah, that's a mind f right there. And, and if if I was in charge of this, it would be you drive on the damn driveways, you park on the damn parkways. What oh, I what could the hell? Continue this. Hang on. Well, I mean, maybe you can look up the origins over there of no, why why this no, was. I'm but. not. I want. Uh, I'm getting Parkway Drive. Oh that, yeah, that oh, that that's that old a really good band, metalcore band. Yeah, yeah. They're from Jacksonville. No, Anyways. no, they're not. They're from overseas somewhere. I'm pretty sure. I can't remember exactly where, but I mean, I this bothers me. Why? Why do we drive? Oh, sorry. Parkway, Parkway Drive is from Australia. Yeah. See, I thought they were from. You're overseas. not wrong. I'm not going to say you're that R word. Yeah. That we don't turn on a racetrack, or else we hit a wall. You know. Right. right. Mm-hmm. What well, can you not abuse my microphone like that next time? Yeah, so I don't know. It's a very, very interesting thing, and I honestly think my my complete thoughts on on this and why it happened is just back in the day, we didn't put a whole lot of thought into what makes sense. We just oh. made things up and went with it. Why isn't phonetic spelled the way it sounds? I don't know. You, yeah, I guess if you do sound that out phonetically, it's different, isn't it? Why are there interstate highways in Hawaii? Wow. Well, I mean, you can technically go over the water and still connect, but they don't connect, do they? Why are there flotation devices under plane seats, but not parachutes? Hey, I want to go back. Interstate, that's just state to state, right? Yes, but Hawaii doesn't have a state close to it. Yeah, but I-4, think about I-4. What does that do? It goes from Orlando to, or I'm sorry, to Tampa to Daytona. That's not connecting other states. That's just from one part of the state to another. So that's technically interstate. Here's one for you. So why do I fat that one? Why do fat chance and slim chance mean the same thing? I don't think they do. I honestly don't think they do. I think, uh, huh? I guess they are used the same way. But it, to me, logically, they don't make sense, and I don't like it. You got you got some more brain busters for us. If you can't drink and drive, why do you need a driver's license to buy liquor? And why do bars have parking lots? Yeah, that's a good point. Do you think less people would go to bars if there weren't oh parking God. lots? No, seriously. Do you think less people would go to bars if there weren't parking lots? We usually Uber at bars. We, we are smart about our shenanigans. If a cow laughed real hard, would milk come out of her nose? No. They only come out of the udders. That joke is utterly terrible. Why isn't palindrome spelled the same way Forward and back? as it is forwards? Because it's a definition and not a... Why is it called a TV set when you only have one? Hmm. Are we blowing your mind yet, folks? Well, Roy, you've uh, you've oh wait, you were getting a lot more out of this topic than I honestly thought we would. If pro is the opposite of con, con is progress the opposite of Congress? Hmm. Well, I can tell you why they're why called is it, Congress. Why is it called a building if it's already been built? Because at one point we were building it. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. 
Quit hitting my microphone. If the car in front of you says Dodge, do you really need a horn? <laughs> yes, because that's about the only thing that works on the Dodge. Is there another word for thesaurus? I need the answer to that. Oh, get your thesaurus out. Get the thesaurus out. As an English check. major, I need to know if there is another word for thesaurus. Yes, book with lots of other words. You're welcome. Can we go to a new topic? You want to put a bow this on is, this one? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, hey, that that was fun. I think we got a, we got a little bit deeper on that topic then. Hey, we got a couple in here that we'll probably breeze right on through. But this, that one, we, this we show got, might have a few more topics than the last. We got a lot one did, more bread and depth out of that one. We're I having thought. fun with this one. No, let's let's see. Reach in there and get one. Grab one. Dig deep. I'm trying. Dig deep. Look, it's a brown helmet. It only goes so deep. Not in there's, the end there's zone. There's not very many winds in there. I can tell you that much. Oh look. We're still trying to get a real fishbowl, so make sure you support us on Patreon so we can do that. You tell me if we want to do this one. It's. I think we could talk about that. I'm okay with it. It's my topic. That is your topic. This uh, this topic brought to you by Margo we herself. Can, we can do that one, but uh, it's gonna be short. Yeah, we don't. We're not. And then we'll do another fun one or yeah. two more fun ones. And, and that's that's the thing with the fishbowl here, guys. We never. The reason we draw them randomly is we don't know what we're gonna talk about. So, so the topic, since I gave it, yep, addiction. And I'm talking drug addiction. Is it a choice or a disease, Ryan? Well, I think it's both. And here's why. You got to hear me out on this. I think at the beginning, you choose, maybe with your friends, maybe by yourself, for whatever reasons, you choose to try the drugs. And then it becomes your choice, whether it becomes something that you do recreationally, or something that you get addicted to. And I think the addiction part of it is is a disease because it's it's you're you're either strong enough to make the choice to do the drugs and then quit. Or you get sucked into the addiction, which then becomes a disease, you become hooked on it, and it becomes a way of life. And it becomes something that is a chronic thing you have to deal with. And to me, if there's something chronic that you're dealing with, then that's a de- disease. So I honestly believe it is a choice at the beginning, and if you get hooked, it does become a disease. Okay. So we have the same thoughts because, well, you you know what I've gone through. Mm-hmm. Not not me personally, but what people close to me right. have yes. gone through. So I'm going to put this to you because you know I smoke. Everybody that listens to this knows that I smoke. Mm-hmm. Do you think me being addicted to nicotine is a choice or a disease? Well, I think that just like I said, you. Made, I chose to light you, up that first. Cigarette. You made a choice, whatever, and I, you know, is probably when you were younger, hanging out with friends, you all were smoking. You probably made that choice to fit in or whatever it was, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how, but you made that choice to light that cigarette, and then you, you know, kept making that choice to continue to smoke, and now it's become something that you know is part of almost what you need to to make it, especially through stressful situations. So yeah. I, I believe that, you know... And, it, and it's de- For me, smoking is definitely more of a crutch than it is an addiction. Yeah, but... Especially, but, like, within the last week, and all of our listeners are going to know what I've gone through in the last week without me getting into it. Um, the last week, I've needed, I've needed that crutch more than I have 
any time. Losing my mom, I've needed that crutch. Any, any, I've needed it more than I have ever needed it. Those, that, those hard, stressful situations is where I turn to like keep my hands busy and have a cigarette. Lollipops don't do it. I've quit smoking cold turkey three times when everything was perfect in my life. Every, not perfect, but you know what I mean. Everything was great. Now, here's the other thing. Prescription pills, when it's medication, it's a necessity. Yeah. But when you start taking them past when they're needed or when you're prescribed them, do you consider that addiction? I do. And I've seen it in my past. You yeah, know that I've because seen it in my past. If you take it as prescribed and, and if it's responsibly prescribed to you, you should take it and you should be done with it and you should not need it anymore. You should not want or need it anymore. But then there's those people that go, Hey, I have a Percocet. I'm just throwing this one out. A Percocet prescription, so do you. Can I buy your pills off you? That's where I have to right. like stop. That's when it becomes a problem, and that is like when, when there's it people offering to a disease. When there's people offering to buy buy my medications that I have to take for my back because of they have that same prescription and they need it for their pains. Well, just because I don't take it doesn't mean I don't need it every now and then. Yeah, and you know, listen. I'm sorry. For me, addiction will always be a disease. Yes, it is a choice or a necessity that stems into a disease. And I know I differ with, from a lot of my friends. It's a disease. So it is a crutch. Let me ask you this then. Is, and let's just, this is a hypothetical situation here. Let's just say that occasionally you get together with friends and you decide that, you know, to occasionally smoke a joint. You don't need it, but you get together with friends. That's is that natural. We're not getting into that. Or is that just, is, is recreational stuff the same as a disease? Or is it just no. because you, you're making a choice to either do it or not, correct? I make, when I go see certain people in my life mm -hmm. that do smoke weed and I choose to smoke it with them, that's a choice. I don't do it every day. I don't even do it every month. I don't shit. I don't do it every six months. You know that. Yeah. I've never seen you. So. It's it's a choice for me. And I'm sorry, I might get some flack for this. And I might not. Marijuana is a plant. It is naturally. You yeah. can I have there's, seen I obviously have, there's benefits to it because look at what's happening to I the legislation have and all that of with mine marijuana. That grow it. And used to grow it in the windowsill of the apartment we all shared. <laughs> that just because all of my friends were smoking it, I wasn't going to smoke it. There are the few people that I do smoke it with, and I will willingly smoke it with, but I'm not by no means a stoner. Right. I love the smell. <laughs> I can't stand it. I, I love I the smell it's... of it. But see, and we're going to get onto this with, with marijuana. Medical marijuana has so many benefits. Marijuana itself has so many benefits. Will I ever smoke weed around my child? No, absolutely not. You don't even smoke cigarettes around your child. So. No, I don't. My kid has seen me smoke a cigarette maybe three times in the three years he's been alive. Even when we're at the racetrack or when he's outside playing, right. I walk away. Oh, I remember the first time we ever hung out. You were, We were at a public setting and you made a conscious effort to get away from everybody, just 
Look, I'm not that asshole. I won't smoke in, in front of somebody else's child because I don't smoke in front of mine. Yeah. So I guess, you know, because we don't want to dwell on, on this isn't a downer topic. It's a very interesting topic of conversation. But, but addiction for me, 100%, 2,000%. It is a disease. It can You can yeah. overcome addiction. I have seen personal friends of mine, and I'm not talking like marijuana or pills. I'm talking heroin or cocaine. I have seen them overcome addiction. So I, I think we could both kind of summarize it as you make the you make all the choices in your life, and if you make the choice to do drugs, whatever drug it may be, from you know nicotine to marijuana to beer to heavier stuff, heroin, cocaine, whatever it may be, you make the choice to do it. It's when you become addicted to where you absolutely need it to live and to continue that's functioning. When it that's the when problem. it becomes a disease, and I think. I think we found a topic that we pretty much 100% agree on. Yeah. Imagine it's, that. It's a choice that becomes a disease. Yeah. And I've been impacted by it so many times, whether it's alcohol abuse or drug abuse. And oh, yeah. I it's, it's a very touchy topic with the both of us. Yeah. And, and you know it very well. I, I have a very good friend who suffers from the disease as well. And it's, you know, it, it it's heartbreaking watching somebody go down that road because... Well, it, and then just to see everybody, and it's not just the person that's addicted that it takes a toll on. It's oh, the fallout around, around them. them. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. like your mom, your brother, your sister, it your affects, children. It oh affects my God, more than just children. the person. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think we can, let's, let's go ahead and, yeah, let's tie a bow on that one. Let's, want to do one more? Yeah. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and reach on in here and pick another one. Because, uh, yeah, we got plenty of time. Oh, yeah, we can do one more. All right, at least one more. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. We'll see what we get out of the fishbowl here. And it is, oh, all right. It is Wawa, best convenience store, question mark. And this comes from our good friend Jared Z, who came in with some really good topics earlier. So let's let's talk about Wawa. Wait, what, didn't what? he also give you like toilet paper? Shh, don't yeah, give away okay. future episode possibilities. No, I I didn't. I said toilet paper, and you knew what I meant. Teaser. Oh, Jared. Right. So what are your thoughts on yes. Wawa? Yes, the most convenient convenience store. So well, I, I I must agree. It is probably like I used to love going into Seven Elevens. Not so much anymore. Wawa is definitely. Dude, their salads and their subs. You know you've got a good convenience store, and I'd rather eat there than at Subway. You know oh, what I mean? That's because we have to go to the Samsula Market or Samsula well, Mall, and their Subway takes like 45,000 days. Well, there goes that sponsorship for down the road. Oh, sorry. I thought our, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Our thoughts are only our own. I don't work for... That's right. We didn't put that out there earlier. These are our thoughts. That's all. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I gotta agree. I, Look, I don't like Subway. I do not like Subway. I like them when I have to eat them. So every Saturday, um, but no, Wawa, their freaking like crispy chicken BLT is my favorite salad is my favorite thing ever. When I was working for the Chevy dealership, I ate it every day. Yeah. And they got good food. When you go in there, you don't feel dirty. Like no. sometimes, sometimes you go into gas stations and you're like, oh, just get me. Like you, you. Here's what I like about Wawa as a female. Every time I go into a Wawa by myself, there are like four cops there. Yeah. So I feel protected. That helps. You feel safe. 
Like, you don't grab a soda off the rack and, and take a sip of it and it tastes like incense. You know what I mean? Have you have you ever been there where you, where you grab a soda, maybe a beer off the, the top shelf, and it's like, oh, this is horrid. What do they do to this thing? But also, Wawa has like Monster 2 for 450 all the time. And you know I live off Monster and beer and coffee, mainly, yeah. and nicotine. But, like, d- d- seriously, just Wawa's food, and they're always so happy. It's it's yeah. It's I don't like think... the Chick Fil A of convenience stores. And you know they they um, they price their gas at cost to draw you into the store. Yeah, their gas and beer is at cost. Look, I don't pay attention to gas prices because no matter what, I have to. Oh, now you, you, you have, have to, to pay it. But b- before, I never looked at gas prices. I just always stopped at Wawa because it was right there, and I was yeah. going there for lunch anyways. They want you to come into the store. They want you to try I love their Wawa. food. They want, you, they want you to know they're more than just a place where you get gas and go to the beer cooler. The first time that I had ever been to a Wawa was in, like, Virginia or North Carolina, and then they built one in, like, Poe Diddley St. Cloud, and yeah. I Where's lost that? my mind. I mean, I, I got to tell you, when... And now there's three in St. Cloud. When, when I first started driving and started visiting convenience stores, gas stations on a regular basis, uh, I I used to like 7-Elevens. I thought they were clean. I like 7-Eleven when I worked for O'Reilly's, and there was a 7-Eleven right next door. I would go over there and get taquitos and well, coffee yeah. I mean, and all that, that stuff. Is that not the definition of a convenience store? It was very convenient. Right. Exactly. Now I will literally go out of my way to go to a Wawa instead of anywhere else. I love that there's literally one within, you know, five minutes of the house. You got to drive yeah. to it, but. Or even your work. Anytime yeah. I take you to work, I stop it's at right, Wawa, yeah, get a right, coffee. Right down the street there. Yeah. It's, they're, and they're everywhere. They they're, are, they literally just built another one oh, over by where my yeah. aunt used to live. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I don't know. There's, there's, I mean, I, I'll stop when I need gas. I'll I'll stop anywhere to get gas. But as far as going into the store and feeling, you know, good about being in there and not sketched out, See, Wawa. And, and and the one other place aside from Wawa that I don't get sketched out at, you know, the racetrack on the way home on four fifteen. Yeah, on yeah. the way home from the racetrack. Racetracks aren't bad. They've stepped up their game. But that I feel one, like. that one is well lit. There's always people there. There's always cops there. And to me, if there's a cop in your parking lot, I know I'm safe. Sometimes you go into like a Chevron. Or, uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't. Uh, BP and it just doesn't. Cumberland Farms. Com- oh. hey, up north, Cumbies is the crap. All but right? down south, Cumbies is literally the crap. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I yeah. used to live across the street from a Cumbies in St. Cloud, and I would not walk in there with my gun and feel safe. That's saying a lot, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I just... Uh, I really, you know, you get those guys scratching their neck. Hey, you got an extra smoke. You got an extra light. You got, you got twenty five cents. Moments no. like those, I'm glad I pretty much only have my credit card. And I probably seem like a dick when I walk by people and say, "Hey, I only have my credit card." <laughs> like that lady but, that tried to sell us those like janky things. But outside uh, of it's Target. the truth. No. I only have my credit card. Sorry, I, I'm not going to give you my money. I work for my money. But I, I, I and that's Dawson's the truth. like, here's a French fry. If you don't want my you French want a fry, goldfish, lady you. here, have a goldfish. You want a chicken? You want a chicken? Have one. But no, I, I would definitely say that you know if we Wawa have one of those is the superior convenience, convenience store. store. It is, and they got damn good gas prices too, which is I like it. 
And I'm fat. They have good food. They have good food, good gas, clean now, stores. Granted, you I can buy- actually poop in the bathrooms and not get disease. Look, the only gripe I have against Wawa. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'm a mom. Mr. Jared will understand this because he's got kids. They don't have changing tables in their bathrooms. Mm, that's a good point. They, it, I've never really thought about that. I've never been point. in a men's bathroom. Jared could probably give me some feedback on this. You know what's funny about Wawa, babe? They only have changing tables in the men's room. Well, then good for them because a lot of places don't. <laughs> no. And that is that but, is a I very mean, interesting thing. Dawson comes don't. from a single mom, single dad household. We can't stop and change his diaper unless we're going to change him on our lap. I'm really good at the standing up diaper change because I'm raising my child at a racetrack. But if I stop in the middle of the night and my baby is so tired he can't even feel his legs, I want a changing table. Yeah, Wawa doesn't have when them. When he's half asleep and you need to lay him down to change his tinkabot, then you need a damn changing <laughs> but table. But Wawa does not have changing That's, tables. That is, huh. No Wawa. That is I have about a, the one oversight that they have, huh? No Wawa I have ever been into has a changing table. Huh. Hmm. Very, very good point. Let's let's get yeah. on that Wawa. Yeah. Hashtag, get a changing table Wawa. Hashtag racetracks in Florida. <laughs> News Marna Speedway. Get a changing table <laughs> in your bathrooms. Don't worry, the manager of the racetrack I just called out, and I have already had this discussion. I, I mean, I definitely think... Yes, the floor is suitable, but there are not a lot of moms that will change their children on the floor. Yeah. Me, if my kid needs a diaper, I'm going to change his diaper. I feel like that is a very good investment for any family-type place or any place that's going to advertise as a family-friendly venue, whether it be a restaurant, uh, a sporting place. It don't matter. If it's a family-oriented place, they should have a changing table at least once, uh, at least one somewhere. Look, I don't need a changing table. I carry enough but, baby wipes on me that I can wipe down about, the floor, put down a towel. What about the mom that has three kids? Yeah. What you know, and she's or gotta... or the mom that has a five-month-old who's not immune to all of the things that my three-year-old is. Right. Or they a got ch- a hyperactive kid who doesn't stay still. Yeah. You ain't gonna change that kid standing up. No. That's you know that's just something to think about for for. For Wawa, for a lot of places, you know, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. That's my only gripe against Wawa is they do not have changing tables and I'm not going to go. So that gives them an overall score of like 92.8. Not bad. No, 98.6, but whatever. I'm not going to go to 7-Eleven who does have changing tables that crackheads probably snort their crack off of. My kid's going to stand up while I change Still, with this one fly, you're not going to go out of your way. To go somewhere else. No. What you're saying. No, I love Wawa. All right. So I, I love think, Wawa. I think Aside from the demolition derby to get in oh there my or out gosh, there. Oh, gosh, man. I can't. And I've been a part of that demolition derby. I remember backing out. Or no, I was circling around Wawa trying to find a parking spot. And some idiot backs, some idiot in a work truck backs out and doesn't stop. Backed right into the back of me. The St. Cloud Wawa right next to no. Starling. My old dealership is the freaking worst. At like 7 in the morning, from 11 to 1 in the afternoon, you know, the lush, the lunchtime rush. Yeah. And from like 4 to 7 at night. It is the worst. You have to wait in lines for gas pumps. You have to wait in lines for your dinner or your lunch. All this stuff. I'll gladly do it over 7-Eleven. Dude, Anytime. I'm, I'm telling you, a gas station is one of the easiest places to get in an accident. A, you have your guard down. B, you're focused on getting to that gas pump or getting to that parking spot. And C, you're probably thinking about the delicious food and 
drinks inside. Checkers so, or wreckers, baby. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's very easy to get in an accident. I've been in one. It's so funny when the guy backed into me and hit me, he goes, oh, where'd you come from? I'm like, I was behind you for a freaking minute and you just kept backing into me. He's like, I didn't see you. I'm like, obviously. My favorite thing ever with Wawa in the last like year or so was driving my company truck when I worked for the Chevy dealership. Nobody wanted to wreck that 2018 Chevy. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go here. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> and then I would stop and get my gas and then I'd go in and get my lunch because I was on the road. Like, yeah. I couldn't eat in my truck. So I would get my gas and then park and then eat. If any of my Starling Chevrolet like parts guys are, are, are listening to this, yes, I took a lunch break. Um, it's, Everybody needs to eat. I had to eat, and I couldn't eat in the truck. I could have a drink in the truck, but I could not eat. So you had to like pull over and like get out and eat somewhere. Yeah, like okay. if well, I you, if yeah. I had to drive. Every to like, human being has the right to eat whatever job you're doing. I'm if just I had to drive to Orlando, there. they'd be like, "If you have to," and it was on my lunch break. I didn't technically get a lunch break. They'd be like, "Okay, stop, get some lunch, stay in the store and eat." So I would like scarf down my Wawa salad, drink a Mountain Dew or a Monster, smoke a cigarette, and then get back in my truck. But if I was in that truck and pulling into a gla- like a gas pump, I had the right of way. I was in a marked truck. You knew where the f- I was coming from and yeah. where I was going. Yeah. So yeah, I used that to my full advantage. Now my my Camaro didn't care as much. <laughs> no, it was checkers records, baby. I was beating you Send to that. that thing. I was beating you to that That's gas a pump. That's term I hate, but whatever. I was beating you to that gas pump in my little catfish. I don't care. Well, you want to do one more? Yep. Put a bow on that one. I, we both agree Wawa is the best convenience store slash gas station. It really is. So I love it. We've got, yeah, we have enough time. We can do one more. Aside from those little gas stations we went to in Vermont. Those cute little ones with yes. the maple leaves on it? Or the, as you would say, the Vermont the, pot leaf? No, the Canadian The Canadian flower, pot leaf. Oh, the Canadian, the Canadian wild yeah, the pot flower leaf. pot leaf. Yeah, you call it a damn pot leaf. It's let's, a pot leaf. Let's not bend or beat around the bush here. So, all right, we got one more. We got time for one more. Let's uh, let's tie a bow on that. It's and move my on turn. There. I know. I'm just mixing them up. Mix, mix it mix, up. Mix. mix it up. Mix, mix, mix. I got nothing for that. Shake your groove. Shake your helmet. Mix it up. All right. So she's picking, picking, digging deep. Let's see what we get here. Let's see what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Pick a good one. Pick one. Come on. I'm trying. I know. I know you're trying to mix them up, but come on. We're wasting time here. Wasting time. All right. Oh, the look on your face says we got a good one here. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. This is another one of mine. Oh, well, that's all right. And that's ra- It's random here. It's okay. Shout out to K-May. You oh. know what I'm about to say, don't you? Oh, okay. Well, I think this will be a good topic to end on then. All right. Shout well, out to K-May. What, what do we got? What do we got? All involved caution rule. Should it be all involved or should race car drivers like man up and tap the roof? Okay. Well, let let, let, let me let me see that because it just says all involved caution rule. Let's preface here. Again, we're going to get some racing topics on the show given a lot of people that we know are in the racing community. So, when there's a crash in the short track ranks, especially down here, they typically send whether somebody dumps somebody, meaning spinning them out, or two people crash together, if you're involved in the caution, meaning you start it, you spin, you crash, whatever, what if All you're in involved. it, right, you go to the back. 
And guess what? A lot of people, <clears throat> Lester, hate <laughs> this rule. If I ha- if I hadn't shot out K-May, would you have brought him into no, it? No, I, I just I, I I can because I know these people and they'll get a kick out of it. Um, By the way, K-May is my best friend, Miss Krista. I love you. We're hoping we get some topics from oh. her one of these days, but um, she busy. She got like I know three she's kids. she's busy sending people to the back. I get it, but uh, no. So so the rule is typically if you're involved in the caution, you go to the back. And like I was saying, a lot of people don't like it when they feel like, "Hey, I didn't do that on purpose." And that's where the debate I think is the 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 debate of sorry about that. Uh, people need to stop Facebooking me in the middle of the show. Um, the the debate is... And what he means by that is, Hi, Auntie, we love you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the debate is, some people feel like, Hey, I didn't do that on purpose. I shouldn't have to go to the back. Nope, all involved. But honestly, I think that's how it should be. You don't, don't wreck the person in front of you. All involved. Or be man enough to tap, tap your out. roof. Right. That's in our rule book. Tap your roof. Yeah. Take the blame. And if you what? if nobody taps your roof, you're all going to the back. So do you like the rule? Do you like the all-involved rule? Yeah. Yeah? I mean, it's it screwed my driver last week quite a few times. Well, don't wreck anybody. He didn't wreck anybody. He just wrecked himself. Well, then, you know, hey, I feel like if you wreck yourself... It don't matter who you are. Go to the back. (laughs) There are times where I agree with all involved, and I fully feel like that's a good call. Because there are drivers that will not tap the roof and take blame. You know what rule I don't? But you know what I don't like? When they call all involved, and it's somebody that caught caught up in the caution and still has to go to the rear. Well, yeah. Whether you're five cars back and you get tangled up in it, you're still involved. And that's well, just that the, you need a new spotter if that's well, the case. Yeah. If you're five cars back and you get involved, you need a new well, spotter. Well, hell, if you're two cars back and you're still involved in the wreck, sometimes a wreck, it, it takes a little while to happen. If you're involved, you're involved. I don't care if you're running. No, because me, as a spotter, as soon as I see a caution, I am on my headset. Jeff, Steph, caution, 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 and three, caution, and four, caution, and one, caution, and two. If If they miss it, or if they get involved in the caution, it's not their fault. It's not their spotter's fault. It's not the spotter's fault, but they're still involved in the caution. A caution can include between one and however the hell many cars are out there. If it's 10 cars involved, all of them go to the damn back. It's simple. No, all involved to me is if you caused the caution or you were a product of the caution. Well, yeah, anybody Not caught up in the crash Not if you're six cars in the back and you spin to avoid the caution and you get put back. That's bullshit. You should have better car control. Have you ever tried to stop a super late model, a truck, or a modified Mini? You better going- have better brakes. I don't know. See, here's... Here's where I am on this rule. I think it's you a good... You announce the races, and I actually work on the cars and have driven You don't work on the cars. You you tell people where not to be. And if you're involved in the caution one way or another, well, you, whether you tell them there's a wreck in one and they still get involved, they're still involved. But at this point... Okay. If I say car high, car high, car high, 
and then that car starts going low before I can push my button, should my driver be put to the rear? Because yes, he's involved. Because there's, in, no, if he gets tagged and he goes rest. around, oh yeah, you're involved. Buddy. What if he just gets tagged? If he gets tagged and keeps going and maintains his speed, you're fine. Involved in the caution means you're spinning out, you're in the fence, you're in the grass. If you get hit in the bumper... Don't tell me I don't work on the cars. I have worked on a lot of the cars. You're a spotter. I know I am. Yeah. Not a mechanic anymore. No. Hey, Shane Howell, do you need another mechanic? (laughs) So here's where I think this is a good medium to kind of get back on track here. Uh, No pun intended. (laughs) So there are some rules where they... What you did there, I spotted it. Yes, you did. The puns here. Uh, Yeah, goodness. I'm sorry for anyone that listens to this. Um, So some tracks will protect the leader, meaning if you're the second place car and you spin out the leader, the leader gets his spot back. I think that is bullshit. No, there, I, I I do not like, that is not racing to me. If you're the leader and you allow yourself to get spun or your spotter allows you to get spun, Y'all both just need to step away from the racetrack. And that's where the tap-out rule is the good thing. Because let's say the second-place guy gets into him. Oh, hey, I was just racing hard, going for the lead, didn't mean to spin him. Boom, tap your roof. Leader gets his spot back. You go to the back, he calls it. Okay, so here's my question. You spin out another driver. That driver knows they're pretty much done for the night. So you mash on your gas and drive through that driver on the backstretch. Are you gonna are you gonna tap your roof if they tell you to? That's the driver's uh, choice. I'm sorry if I'm the driver that stopped at a dead stop. I'm gonna be pissed if that other guy gets to continue the race and I don't. Well, part of racing is luck. So if you're involved in a wreck and your driver's out of it and the driver that caused it continues on. That is just part of the game, and and I, I know you want to protect your driver. But the, I know but the other driver, I disagree with black flagging people who are capable of continuing to but, race but off the racetrack. The for any other reason. driver who deliberately drives through somebody after the caution flag, after the red flag, they get to continue the race, and one driver has to stop it. If their car is capable of maintaining, and you speed know what I'm referring being, to, I do. And I'm 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 using all examples here. I'm not just going to hark to one example because that's the best example I have. There's so many variables that could go into this. If I I hate it when cars are parked that could continue because it takes away from the show. Now, absolutely, I get that from your your job is to make the show interesting. I understand where you're coming. I'm a fan. You you're less of a, a racing fan. You're more of the spectacle fan of it all. Uh, but I I see the look in your face right now. What I mean is, you I I like I like the racing. I like to focus on good racing. I'm you like part to focus of the crew, on, and I was telling my driver to stay in his car and not throw punches. Aspects of said race, where I focus on the race as a whole. I focus on my cars. Right, you're a little bit more biased than I am. So. I hate to see a car that's capable. Now, you want to penalize that guy, make him do a stop and go, penalize him a lap, fine and good. I wanted to penalize him by my fist in his face. When we had our Enduro at the track and we wouldn't let people change tires. That was dumb to me. It depleted the field way too fast. And then we were left with 
you know, 60 laps of 14 cars. And now, how nobody hit that 44 car in turn four? I know, that car sat there and for And I know he's going to listen to this episode. Yeah, yeah. So luckily, he was out of the car. I wonder I what was he did really... with that old G6. I, I don't know. That's a nice looking car. You can't run that. It's not a V6. It's a G6. It's literally it's called says six on G6. the car there, guy. But it's supercharged. It's a stock G6. Okay. Anyways. Well, I, I think I, I think it's very interesting how we both agree. I like all involved. I don't like if you're a product. Like, if you're just a bystander and you get in on it, I don't like that call. Yeah. If my I, I, driver's listen. a bystander and she gets sideswiped by somebody flying down the track and then she gets put to the rear, even though she can continue on, I'm going to be pissed. Listen, if I'm going to be yelling at Butch Pierce <laughs> or whoever. Or, race director. You're you and this name race, dropping. I'm sorry. Um, I love you, Butch. So if the first and second place cars tangle, because they're racing for the lead, they're going for that big $450 prize and they tangle, right? The third place car makes it through, but the fourth place car, he gets caught in it. All involved, baby. The third place guy, he made it through. So, obviously, somebody made it through. It was avoidable. You're involved. Y'all go to the damn back, and I think it's the most fair way. Hey, if the second place guy wants to tap his roof, if the leader wants to say, hey, I came down on you, I tapped my roof, well, that other guy gets his spot back. Ain't nobody tapping their damn roof. If you get, no, and that's, but hey, it's a rule, and I think that's the good, happy medium versus protecting the leader, can we put a bow on this and go to our next topic, please? Nah, we got to put a bow on this whole show. We're coming up on, yeah, we're coming up on the end of the show. You got enough of me name dropping that we could probably do one more topic. Well, if you want to do one more topic, I guess we can do, we can do one more real quick if you want. Okay. So we'll put a bow on that. We got our racing talk in for the day. All right. So we'll do one more here. We'll try not to go too long because we're coming up on that uh, that magical mark. So. Racing topics just get us heated. Yeah, they they really do. It's and we our... come from two entirely different spectrums of the racetrack, if you will. That's, I mean, that's very true. But you're in the tower. I'm on top of it. Oh, sorry. Easy, easy there. I'm just. All right. So, all right. Let me reach in Come here on, and get pick one a more. Topic. Let's get one. Do, 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 all right. Do. Well, we'll continue the. We'll continue the, the trend here. And the topic is social media and racing from Jason R. Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? I think it's a double-edged sword. I think so, too. I think so, too. Social media, if you are marketing yourself and your race team in the way that it should be marketed, it's great. If you are using your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever to bash a racetrack and fellow racers, you are what's wrong with racing in 2019. And nobody's perfect in racing, whether it be the track, the promoter, the driver, the crew, the fan. If you are spending your money to go to a racetrack and sit in their grandstands just to bash them. Go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. Stay at home. Watch baseball. Don't show up to my racetrack, bash my announcer, my track management, my drivers. And I don't even work for New Smyrna Speedway, but y'all all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, I, I've gone to plenty of racetracks and seen plenty of bad shows. 
I've announced plenty of rough races. But the worst The worst thing, thing you can do is get on there and bash it. I don't care if it's a two-car race or a 47-car race. Hey, 47-car races can be fucking bad, too. The announcer is going to do his job to make make it sound good. What you need to do as a quote-unquote race fan is shut the hell up. Enjoy the races that you paid your... Support the drivers that are there, man. Support the racetrack that you paid your own God-blessed money to get (laughs) into. Shut up, sit there, eat your popcorn, and enjoy the races. Yeah. Those drivers that come to any racetrack in the state of Florida, we're all freaking struggling. Yep. Shut up. Enjoy the races. Don't go home and go on social media and blast them. And for you racers, I don't care if you guys get into a wreck with somebody. Don't sit there. Oh, I got quote unquote. Don't say this guy's a non-driving SOB. That's wrong. You are exactly what's wrong with this sport and this. You ever notice ah! the drivers that have a good night go on social media and they're very positive drive. If you have a bad night, that doesn't mean you need to get on there and bash the racetrack or bash the other person. It's racing. When you put multiple vehicles on a small piece of space, you're eventually going to hit somebody. Look, look I'm, at Dan Webb. I'm, Sorry to name drop, but look at him. He wrecked his car, still brought it out for the autograph session, had a good attitude. I'm going to quote Kimberly Brown on this. All of you people need, that are listening to this uh-huh. need to hear this. I know it's coming. Run your car, not your mouth. You get paid to race your car. I don't care if it's a freaking cheeseburger you get paid to run your race car not your mouth right and all of these little drivers crews and their wives and all this stuff it's not helping it's it's really not all of the crews are the ones that tend to spiral everything out of control drivers if y'all have an issue with each other with each other beat each other and if you're gonna do it on freaking, the front stretch if you're going to <laughs> literally beat each other do it on the front front stretch your crews they are a part of you they are a symbolism of you if your crews are a reflection of you if you can't control your crews at a racetrack you need to control them on social media and look it- tell them if they can't deal with what happened and you guys shaking hands at the end of the race, if they're going to get on social media and bash the racetrack or their fellow racers, you need to let go of them. Yeah, and it's like you said, it is a great place. If you hit that microphone one more time, tell me. I'm heated. I'm I sorry. Know, I can tell. Um, it, it's a great place for tracks to market for drivers and teams who need to market themselves more especially in today's day and, and age, not even it's use, not even just use, the drivers and the teams it's the photographers it's everybody the fans, everybody the fans if you go on there and do it the right way you can take social media and you can help yourself use, the track can help themselves the drivers the fans can get on there and say hey we want to see x and x driver here and really motivate that person to come use out use social media to promote yourself and be do it in a positive way do and not spin it that way and it'll be better do not use social media to demote yourself right because i'm telling you it's a gr- also a great spot for constructive criticism yeah. constructive criticism is great because you know what? Maybe from a driver's position, a fan's position, you give a whole different perspective that somebody can look at. But when you get on there and you say, this sucks, that sucks, you suck, you suck, blah, 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 look, this I'm gonna, sucks, 
that doesn't go anywhere. When I'm going to come hey, in here with I this. I think they should do this. They should do that. The constructive criticism is fantastic because it keeps people, you know, moving forward and it, it keeps people from being complacent, especially when change needs to be made. But when you go on there and you just get mad and you bash, that's when people look at it and they don't want to make those changes for you. Can I just say this? I have a three-year-old. You've seen his bedroom at our house. It is covered in every race car picture he's ever got, seen. That we can get our hands on. That yeah. we can get our hands on. A lot of those drivers have gone on and said some negative things about the racetrack or about their fellow racers. Not just not just one particular but racetrack. But a, a lot, lot of racetracks. Yeah, we're not I, just we're I, not talking about one particular racetrack here. What, we're talking about what in I need all of these drivers to understand when it comes to social media. And thank God, my son cannot read. You are somebody's freaking hero. Whether you know it or not. If you wouldn't want your child or one of your fans to say the same shit about another driver, then you shouldn't say it either. Yep. My son has pictures of all of the drivers from New Smyrna to Citrus to Showtime. You know how many pictures he has. He has freaking doors hanging in his bedroom. Yep. I would never want my son to read a negative comment from any of those drivers hanging on his bedroom wall. Absolutely. That is your future. What you guys don't seem to understand is your fans see what you post on Facebook, even the youngest of them. Yeah, and you might whether not even know are, that they're a fan. Whether they're 3, 5, 7, 15, 25... Your fans see this stuff and it makes an impression. Do your best to be the best you can yeah, for and, your fans. And we got to remember this youngest generation that my son is in. That is going that is our future. Yep. I don't and, and, want I don't want him growing up to bash a racetrack or bash another driver or bash anybody for that matter. And, and the thing that we need to remember is all sides need to work together from the track, to the fans, to the drivers, and we all need to work together. When a track does a driver autograph session, don't be selfish about it. Come out and see the fans. When a oh my track, god, my kid has when, seventy autographs on his checkered flag yeah. and is waiting for more. Yeah. Autograph sessions should not be optional. They should be mandatory. If you are at that and race, if you track, don't like it. Now, granted, what are you doing it for? If you know, what are you? What are you what, if you're working on your car. Like, serious work. That's an exception. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're dropping a motor or a transmission, that's an exception. If you're working on your car because you just wrecked, it's understandable. But, you, we and, and, you know, when a driver makes a complaint, the track should listen. Now, if you make a, a complaint and you're belligerent about it, they're going to tell you to shut the hell up because you're just you're being ridiculous. But if you make a complaint and plead your case and do it in a civilized manner, the chances are they'll work with you. But if you go storming in and raising hell, they're going to tell you to shut up and get out. WTFing, effing this, effing that. Don't do it. It doesn't work. And, and that's where, you know, that's where there's the double-edged sword that, that you talked about to kind of wrap things up here. Uh, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're getting to that Social point. media can be both good and yeah. bad. And, and it's up to you to decide which way you want to use it. Absolutely. Because, hey, social media, freedom of speech, it all applies. I know there are certain people... And, and you know the one. Hey, and there's things that I see that maybe shouldn't be said that aren't. 
wrong. There's, there's certain people that start bashing racetracks, and then I start talking to them, quote unquote bashing, and you know what I'm referring yeah. to. It's not bashing if you are doing it constructive. Constructive like, criticism is needed. Bashing, however, is not. And there's a very Look, big difference. Every racetrack in Florida knows we have low car counts. We don't have the best fan counts. But guess what? Hey. I've been in New Smyrna Speedway every week this year, and our fans have not been disappointed. Not once. And if they are, I I can understand, but there's at least something going on because our drivers do a damn good job to make things interesting. And every race not might, might not be a barn Even, burn, our, even our trucks, when we only have three or four every week, they do a damn good job of putting yeah. on a show. There's enough going on that it's still good. And I get criticism for saying that a two-car race can be a damn good race. You're damn right. If you yeah, Have y'all ever been to a drag race? If you get two passionate racers out there racing for the checkered flag, it can be a damn good race. And if you use social media the right way... It can be damn good for everybody. If you use it the wrong way, well, you're just hurting yourself and everybody else. So I think that's uh, I think that about sums that up. There's the bow. There's the bow on the show. We went a little long today, but you know what? That's the wonders of a podcast. It was, it was all good topics. We can though. do whatever the hell we want. And don't want to hey, listen. The first time we no, did three topics. Listen. This time we did six. You know, hey, next time you might only get two. You might only get one. It depends on how much we feel like talking. But, hey, another good show. Good topics, y'all. Please continue to send the topics. You can send them to our Facebook. You can message me on Facebook. Um, please. Don't message me. I won't read them. Yes, you will. Um, but, no, please continue. Uh, we, we love having our friends and hopefully random people be part of the show. We also weren't trying to call out anybody in the last topic. But no, no. It, it, it was a general discussion. Fits. Uh, it was a general discussion, and if things happen on the racetrack, well, it's it's out there, you know. So, but no, we we love each and every one of you. We love our racers. We love our friends. We love our fans of this show. Um, this has been fun. This really has. Uh, yes, this show is a lot more lighthearted than the last one. We got a little deep in the middle, but a lot of fun. And I hope that you all will continue. <laughs> oh, jeez. I hope you all will continue to listen. Please, please, just like us on the on the Facebook. Support us there. Uh, give us some listens. Give us some feedback. Let us know. Are we too long-winded? Are we boring? Are you enjoying it? Let us know either way. Are hey, we too long-winded? Constructive criticism is good. We'll take it all. Patreon. So, um, until next time, keep sending us those topics. Keep listening. And think about, uh, you know, hey, supporting us so we can actually get a real fishbowl and ditch this Browns helmet because I'm already sick of looking I could have gotten an actual real fishbowl today. They're we like need the monies out. first. That's our ploy, hun. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Y'all have a great rest of your day, and come on back and listen again next time. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.